That's right, when you hear that wonderful rock and roll sound, you know you are hearing us live from downtown Brooklyn. That's America's downtown. I'm, of course, Gersh Kutzman of the New York Daily News. I might sound like I'm screaming, Johnny, because the music seems a little loud. I love this song. <laughs> I'm Gersh Kutzman of the New York Daily News, joined, of course, by a handsome man, Vince DiMaselli, to my right, editor of the Brooklyn Paper, because this is Brooklyn Paper Radio. Hey, Gersh. Vince, I would be remiss if I didn't ask a couple of things. First of all, what are you eating? I, I we got this um, <laughs> delivery from our good friends at Aubon Payne. Now, why did why did Aubon <laughs> Payne? You say Aubon Payne. Well, that's how it's spelled. I don't have time for the pain. But first of all, <laughs> they've delivered us bacon and cheese kolaches. I don't know what a kolache is. I never heard of them. <laughs> what do you think of them? First of all, well, I like the bacon part. For the record, <laughs> for the record, Obon Payne is downstairs in the building, one Metro Tech Center, which we call the Brooklyn Paper Building. Yep. And <laughs> they we, wanted we and no one else. They wanted to introduce the kolaches to us, and I said, "Look, you want to introduce a kolaches or a single kolachi? You send it up to the studio. Johnny's got one. I got one. Vince has got one. Now our guest today, in studio guest Katie Goodman, <laughs> whose new album dropped last month." This album is fantastic. It's comedy singles. We're going to talk all about them. Boobs look funny when you're having sex. Nazis get all the pussy. She writes about a lot of topics. <laughs> we're going to be talking. Family friendly. She did comedy. not grab a kolache. I, I ate before. I didn't get the memo. Okay. So, Vince. Yes. Katie's outside the critiquable realm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to take a bite of the kolache on air. You talk amongst yourself. All right. Go I'm going right to take ahead. a bite of it, though. Because right, that's here. what we're doing. What I didn't realize that? we were doing a critique oh. of the food. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about a kolache, guys. Okay. It's bacon and cheese. There's no oh. egg. There's no egg. Now, Vince, you yes. and I have had discussions on air that bacon, egg, and cheese is like the New York triumvirate. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother used to call it the heart attack sandwich. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, it's just a heart sandwich because yeah. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. But this does not have egg. So, Katie, where are you on this? Mm, good. It's a little reminiscent of the eggle without the egg, which is the 3 a.m. college treat. The eggle? You never had the eggle? I, I know eggle? about a Philly. I know about a Kegel exercise. I don't know about Kegel. <laughs> We're gonna talk more we'll about that. We'll get to that, that later. Yeah, <laughs> Vince, uh, Vince where are you on the uh, where are you on the kolache? I think it's okay. I think I think it needs egg. Yeah. So they're charging a little dry on the bread. What if I? What it if it needs I, more oil? What if I sweeten the pot and I say they charge in two two of these for five bucks? Two for five bucks. What do you think? So my. It, I've, my taste has gone down as a Jew. As a Jew. <laughs> yeah, okay, better, much better. Because <laughs> I don't care what it tastes like if I'm not paying much yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, free. These free collagen. Yeah, they're fucking great. <laughs> but two for five dollars. Now, what do you think? It's okay. I still feel like you could get something in one of those little carts. Yeah, a little. Wait, cart. is this a sponsor? It's great. No, no, actually, no, it's I'm really, Okay. No, they just they, they just know the power of Brooklyn Paper Radio and what yeah. they can do. And I love Obamah. I went of my own accord, even knowing you'd have coffee. To mm. get coffee down, th- it's decaf though. That's what I, I hate did, the crack. It's, it's all about pain. As pain, um, just Katie, just so you know, we are in fact sponsored by multiple advertisers, including Atlas Steakhouse, <laughs> Atlas Meat Market. I love the Atlas guys. Dr. Joseph Lichter, and of course Village Caramax, which we're going to talk about because it's got to actually inspire a song for you. Okay. Because Village Caramax live the life and have the sex you want to have. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that later. Those are our sponsors. I but I would be remiss, <laughs> Katie. You know I start every show. By leaning over to Vince DiMaselli. Leaning close, because he's a handsome man. Am I right? He is. Katie, you're married. You're, let's start the show the way we always do it. 28 years you're, you're married for yeah. 28 years. Well, 22, but together, 28, yeah. Okay, you're married 22 years. Mm-hmm. You look at Vince. Mm-hmm. And you're married. You're and attracted go, to Vince, am I right? I got to make a call to my husband. There my lawyer. Like, yeah. My divorce lawyer. <laughs> he is such a handsome man. Anyway, but Vince and I, and, and indeed, 
<laughs> See, I'm still coughing. <laughs> I got asthmatic bronchitis. Vince, what did you have? What was you? What were you diagnosed? I wasn't diagnosed with anything. I'm, you know, well, I, you don't you know, go to the doctor. I don't go to the doctor. I beat all diseases with the power of the mind. The power of the mind. <laughs> I well, I'm beating. I'm beating my bronchitis with a, a Z pack. I believe they call that. It's no. antibiotics. You don't. You don't take medication. I have what's going around. I took Nyquil last night. Nyquil. What and you, I took what like, are you, like a dose. Christian scientist. scientist yeah. yeah. Christian no, scientist. no, it has nothing to do with yeah, Christian scientists. It's like. You know, I the think only Brooklyn Italian Christian scientist ever. <laughs> <laughs> if if there's if the body is fighting off something, you let it fight it off. You yeah. let it fight it off. Yeah, like, like cancer. Like like, <laughs> like Sunny Liston no, and Cassius Clay. <laughs> I'm not going that far. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going that far. I'm not crazy. <laughs> but I got a, a lung infection. I'll I'll get past it. I'll get past okay. it. I believe. <coughs> well, as I you hope. can, Katie, as you can hear, I'm <coughs> I'm coughing up the left lung, yeah. the right lung game. Well, this morning I was in, I was an absolute disaster. Absolutely. All right, we got to get out. But my wife got me. She made me a nice cup of tea, and she put in some honey. She's and in, I, it's incredible. She's a nice lady. I feel I feel better. Where do you think your wife would stand on the colachis? Um. Yeah, she she probably said needs egg. Needs needs an egg. So for the record, just to sum up the opening segment of the show, we're joined by Katie Goodman, who is a Park Slope comedian and musician and artist. We're going to talk to her about her new album, um, <coughs> One Step Halfway Closer to Dead. We, <laughs> Which is what you said. We've concluded that. <laughs> thank you. We've concluded that both a heterosexual male and a heterosexual female find Vince attractive, <laughs> and we have concluded that the Oban Payne kolaches are good, not great. Needs an egg. Two for five dollars might be a little pricey. I C think. Can so. we vote yeah. on that? I think I, I, you I all agree. in favor, say Johnny? aye. Johnny, okay. did you have one? Johnny didn't have. Johnny one. doesn't want to talk. Okay. <laughs> now we got a special surprise for Katie. <laughs> this is you didn't even know this was this coming. Com okay. We didn't know it was coming. Uh -oh. It is Ed Weintraub's birthday today. Now you're like, oh, Ed Weintraub. Let's Everyone knows Ed Weintraub from our column in Brooklyn Paper. Letters from our crazy former <laughs> boss. <laughs> Ed Weintraub used to own the Brooklyn Paper. In fact, hired me, taking me off the scrap heap of New York journalism many years ago mm -hmm. to run the Brooklyn Paper before I went on to bigger and better or m mediocre at the New York Daily News. Very mediocre. So we're going to reach out to Ed Weintraub. Johnny, I'm going to ah. make a, an outgoing call here. He doesn't know this is coming. No. And please do not try to steal this number as I dial it. Yeah, no, this is a very, very important It's a pretty number easy number to get because um, in the world, the last four digits are the same. American journalism. Wow, I just gave that away. This is like Jeff Sessions and the Russians. <laughs> is it ringing? It is ringing. I don't hear anything. Eric, Eric screwed it up. There, there we go. You can hang up now. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Let's see if he answers it. Should we just sing happy birthday? Yeah. I think you just... No, no, no. No, no, no we're high-tech here, Katie. <laughs> no, we know. If, we, oh, if, <laughs> if there's one thing we know, it's how to use this phone. <laughs> oh, excellent. If we get his machine, okay, we'll let's, let's just sing it. Hey, oh. no, it's Ed Weintraub, everybody. Uh-oh. Ed Weintraub, <laughs> you are joining us live with Gersh Kunzman and Vince DiMasselli and, of course, comedian Katie Goodman to wish you a happy birthday, Mr. Weintraub. Oh, that's very nice, Gersh. Uh, you want to start? Should we go? On three. Da -da, One, da -da. two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ed Weintraub. Seven, one, eight. Happy birthday to you. There you go. That's such sweet harmony. Yeah, well, that's all. That's all. Vince, <laughs> we've been you know practicing that. that all morning. <laughs> so yeah. we, when, when we talk about harmony, Ed, we always say Vince. When Vince goes high, I go low. <laughs> that's a little Hillary joke. You get the reference there, <laughs> like that. Ed, how old are you now? Now well, I'm guessing what, 75. <laughs> not quite. Not there yet. Where are we at? Because no, we not went. Not. We had a big deal for Ed's 60th birthday. That feels like 20 years ago. 
I wish I'd known. Oh, I would have rewritten. We have a song called "Baby, You're 40. I would have rewritten it for Baby you. You're 40. For Baby, you're closer. There you go. No, okay, now, Ed, Ed. I don't. You know, it's nice to wish you happy birthday, and, I've, and I'm a big fan of yours. You're a great guy, and I already mentioned that you took me off the scrap heap of New York journalism many years ago. Now I know you've got a problem with what I'm doing at the news. You think I'm wasted over there? I know. I know you think I'm wasted over there. Discuss. Uh, discuss that you're wasted over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're wasted. Yeah. Uh, which is it? Are you, yeah. Are you stone uh, wasted? I, 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 what, what can I say, Gersh? I mean, the, the daily news is what it is. Uh, <laughs> Where are you, you working you now? Bring, Where are you working you now, Ed? Bring some, say again? Where are you working now, Ed? Uh, I'm at uh, Richner Communications, publishers of the Herald Newspapers on Long Island. Oh, they're, they're a big star. group, big group. Yeah. They got a lot of stuff Great going place. on over there. We're, yes. we're looking for uh, for for new uh, staffers in the editorial department and in See sales. That? So if anybody uh, okay. is interested, uh, Long Island's a great place. They're I out in Garden City, I believe. At Garden City, Long Island, head, head, headquarters are in Garden City. It's an old-fashioned newspaper company. We have our own presses. Uh, wow, Johnny just got up, walked out here. to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a job offer there. Uh, we'll talk. We'll discuss <laughs> the terms later, Ed. Okay. So what are you doing for your birthday? Let's get back to business here. Well, uh, I we actually went out last night when had the. Let me guess. Dinner. Let me guess. Let me guess. Atlas Steakhouse. Uh, uh, no, uh, we, needed, we went to a, a kosher, a glot kosher restaurant. Oh, bon pain. Oh, bon pain. Let's not plug anybody else other than our advertiser, <laughs> Atlas Steakhouse. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think of doing that. All right. I'm not mentioning the location. All right, and you had a, you had a good time. Did they sing you Happy Birthday? Did they bring out a little cake? It, it was it was great actually. Um, <laughs> Some uh, someone we know who is working part time as a, um, I guess we used to call them meter maids, giving out parking tickets. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, saw us through the window of the restaurant and came in and wished us a happy birthday. I said, "How did you know it was my birthday?" How? Facebook. Ah, you see that Facebook? That that's taken away the local newspapers, hasn't it, Ed? Well, not for us. You know, I published the Jewish Star specifically, which is a newspaper for the Orthodox Jewish communities on Long Island and in Queens. And now, yeah, we call that an ethnic publication. I, I call it that, fake news. Sad, <laughs> sad. We, we now have a New York City edition. We're on the Upper West Side and in Riverdale. Ooh, uh, wow! But our people re- actually read print. Oh, I see. They, uh, on Saturday, you know, there's this thing about Shabbos where you can't turn on the radio or TV or your social media outlets on for 25 hours. And so what do you do during these 25 right. hours? We call that a You're captive audience. We call that a captive audience. You ask your Gentile friends to turn things on, right? That's yeah, you got to <laughs> get a Shabbos goy. <laughs> get a Facebook goy. That, but, but I can tell you the papers are, are intently read. And there's a reason in, in New York, for instance, you still have the Jewish Week, which is a large paper. Uh, it's been published for a long time. But the, the Jewish papers that appeal to the less observant community are uh, not doing very well. But right, orthodox papers, and we have, we have three major competitors, uh, are all doing very well. All right, let me ask you the tough question, Mr. Let me give you the, yeah. the, the tough question. You, you want to you just go, come on the show and promote all your Jewish papers. <laughs> That's fine. But I got the tough questions, Ed. I worked for the, you for many years, so you're going to respect this question. Where are your orthodox papers on uh, President Trump? Where are they? Uh, I don't think you want to go into that. Uh, I asked the question because I, I wanted to go into that. Well, I would say most uh, of the people in our communities uh, think favorably of Trump. Mm. It's not to say they are not revolted by some of the things that have happened. Uh, one example. Give me one example of what they're revolted by. I love it. You can't, he can't <laughs> talk. Johnny laughs. I love it. <laughs> 
Kitschke grabbing. Talking about Trump is frankly a very sensitive issue. I mean, people understand what we're dealing with here, but on the other hand, he's over. Overall, he's viewed as someone who is a friend of the Jewish community and a friend of of Israel. And why are there so many anti-Semitic attacks going on in the Jewish community right now? Oh, that's something you could speak well, hasn't, to. Hasn't hasn't Trump un, un, unleashed that that hate uh, and emboldened those haters? It's, it's actually questionable how large an increase in hate crimes we're seeing now versus in the past. A lot of stuff like that hasn't that's being reported in mainstream media now. Mm. Uh, a year or two ago, these certain things were ignored. Really? And I'm 20... not saying there isn't an increase. There probably is an increase, but it's not as though anti-Semitism didn't exist over the last eight years. That's true, but the public examples of it are, are numerous. There were 22 bomb threats phoned into community Jew- Jewish community centers around the country in one day Didn't they think week. that was one guy, though? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not it's disparaging. I'm just... Well, yeah. When Thanks, Katie. Thanks. I'm sorry, Katie. Katie, I needed shit, you there. I've been and here you just, about ten minutes. You just, <laughs> you just backed up the shit truck <laughs> on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think, Ed? What do you think? Because you're a spokesman for all Jews, according to me. No, 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 no. no there is no such thing. Actually, yeah, that's spokesman. the problem. Moses, Moses was the last spokesman for all Jews. He, he had arguments. Yeah, that's true. Nobody. T- I have these fifteen, ten, ten commandments. Ten commandments. <laughs> all right. What happened to those other five, Ed? What happened? Uh, I don't know if you saw the movie. He doesn't have No, but let's, let's not let that off. I saw the movie. I saw the movie. Just to give you, you, you can do the math and figure out how old I am. I was about seven, I think. And my sister took me to see it at the Brooklyn Paramount. At the wow, Calvin yeah, you're 100 years old. That's it. Yeah. We've done okay, it. Okay, baby, you're 80. <laughs> yeah. We've all right, put it let's, all let's not let Ed Weintraub off the hook. We're going to ask him one more question to justify his whole journalistic existence on this planet. So now you're saying Jewish community, they're okay with Trump. They're okay with Trump. Come on, Ed. One state, I, two state, I don't... Whatever works for the people there. I mean, are you kidding me? Does, does this guy have a plan for, for any kind of peace process in the Middle East? Uh, this I couldn't tell you. But what I can tell you is that uh, people in, in, the, uh, in many Jewish communities were uncomfortable with the way uh, Israel was treated by President Obama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're more comfortable with the idea that President Trump has Israel's back, so to speak, and at least is uh, inclined to uh, give Israel uh, a fair shot. And I don't think they felt they got that yeah, from that's, President Obama. That's a myth about the Obama administration, by the way. There was there were endless opportunities for the Israelis to uh, come clean about the fact that Obama was a, quite a supporter of Israel. Such a supporter of Israel, I might add, Ed, that as a Jew, I was offended. Uh, I, well... You know, I'm not going to say I didn't actually uh, argue with people about Obama, in other words, defending Obama, because he did many things that were were positive for Jews and for Israel. Uh, But I think the truth is, and especially after we see what he did in the final days of his administration Mm. in terms of the United Nations action, that he he was not really a friend of of Israel. Wow, interesting. uh, And that's the truth. I mean, uh, you you nuance the guy who's president, and I respect... Uh, or at least until now, have respected the office of president, and um, he. Um, you want to look for the good, but I think in, in, in on balance, Obama was not a friend of, uh, of Israel. Wow, I am going to let that Ed Weintraub bombshell just land. Just let it simmer. I, I, I disagree with it a hundred percent, but I'm going to let it land because out of respect for Ed Weintraub 
and it hash marks all the way down to the ground in the Jewish community. Ed Weintraub, everybody. Happy birthday to Ed. Katie, you want to add one last thing? Because Katie's a comedian and a Jewess <laughs> and a Park Slope <laughs> resident who has a very different perspective, I believe, on the Israeli-American experience. What do you think, no, Katie? Oh, no, because at this issue, I, I... You wrote a song about it. You wrote a song called Nazis Get All the Pussy. Am oh, I right? yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so is it true or false? Well, it w- that was a bit of graffiti on a bathroom wall that we found, and I tried to unpack it mm. only mildly successfully. I, you know, Ed, you'd probably also like um, my song, uh, I'll Be Jewish for Christmas, but that's a mixed marriage song. No, the, the Israeli-Palestinian uh, thing is... That with, did you package that with Gersh's book? What was yes. Christmas. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Ed. I, yes. Thank you for that Before plug, Before I Ed. knew you, I meant to tell you I've seen that book. It's out of, it's out of print, well, so thank you for I the did. plug, Ed. Uh, yeah. You can get it for a penny <laughs> on Amazon.com. Amazon.com, where you can get all of Gersh's out-of-print books. I meant to tell you I own it. Somebody you own my book? It? Yes, somebody gave it to me like 10 years ago. You should have brought it. I would have uh, autographed oh. it. I signed that for you. All right, got to get out. Ed, That's very rare. <laughs> Ed, you are like a legend. You're a legend of Brooklyn journalism. You're a legend of Jewish journalism. And you're a legendary Jew. I love you. I always will. Although we're going to disagree a lot over the next four years. A pleasure talking to you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Ed Watcher, baby. Let's clap him out. Happy birthday, man. Happy Thank you, man. Hanging up on him there. <laughs> He's gone. He's no longer with us. All right. <coughs> we got to pay a couple of bills, Kate. You sticking yeah. around? Grab a kolache. I actually masticated it and took out the middle. Wow, That's you, the you way You masticated all over that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> all right. Guys, Katie, I, I said this to you before, and I'll say it again. You're a good-looking lady, but I think you're looking for a dentist who provides quality <laughs> care at an affordable price. Am I right? Because you're an artist. You're, you're not rich. That's right. And I break my teeth all the time. All the time. So oh. why not give Joseph Lichter a call? Lichter has a state-of-the-art office. He's got hygienists. He's got up-to-date technology techniques that help you provide the best possible experience. For example, he's got that Zoom whitening service. Oh, yeah. 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 I got his new prices right here. Vinny gave it to me. Zoom, yeah. Zoom bleaching's three ninety-five. That's like nothing. That's like $1,000 less than some of those fancy Brooklyn Heights or Park Slope It's the difference between a career happening or not. That's exactly right. Could very well be. If you want some implants, $1,250. Again, a third Remember, that, that's tooth implants. You remember... <laughs> Katie, you remember... <laughs> Dr. Lecter deals with the mouth. Yeah, he deals with the mouth. <laughs> yeah, only the mouth. Sorry. And I wasn't making any suggestions. <laughs> now, the Invisalign is that adult adult uh, denture that goes on the inside. Not a denture, girl. Braces. No, it's... But braces. isn't it the plastic kind that goes? No. I'm sorry. Invisalign is the adult braces that go inside. Ah. $39.95. $39.95. In Brooklyn Heights, you're going to pay $5,000 to $6,000 for that. just paid $8,000 for my son's braces, so that is really? a steal. Well, there you go. And you didn't go to Lichter, am I right? No, of course not. All right. So in the future, you want to go to right. Lichter. Clearly. Joseph Lichter DDS, 1420 Avenue P in Midwood. You can take the B or the Q, but definitely call him first. 718-339-7878. And he's got a new slogan. Your smile is our priority. It really is. It I, I would have gone with, your smile is our business. Joseph I like Lichter. priority. Okay. Right. Yeah, look, we don't write these things. Yeah. Listen, Atlas Steakhouse offers you a unique dinosaur. You don't believe me? Ask Ed Weintraub. He went there for his birthday last night. I'm pretty clear on that, right? He was very clear. He was very clear. First, you choose your steak, and every cut is aged to tender perfection on site. Although, he used the term meter made. It was weird. It was very offensive. Yeah, that's extremely Katie, offensive. were you offense, offended by his use of the term meter made? Meter As made. opposed to... What is, what traffic is enforcement traffic officer? Traffic <laughs> enforcement officer. No, but she's the... It's the meters, not traffic. Okay, they no do a lot of things. <laughs> they do a lot of things. All right, next, you pair it with a vintage from their extensive wine selection or with an Atlas Steakhouse signature cocktail. You can enjoy a succulent appetizer as their master chef crafts your choice cut as you desire. How do you like your steak? 
um, I'd like it cooked. A, a medium rare. See? And, <laughs> See? I told so you. controversial. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> and when your main course arrives, you will understand why at Atlas Steakhouse, they always offer you a cut above the rest. Atlas Steakhouse at 943 Coney Allen Avenue in up-and-coming Ditmas Park. You can visit them online all the time at atlassteak.com. And you, you asked me if I had, if I was a vegetarian, which I'm not, but I had been. And then when I was pregnant, I was anemic, and she said, "Go eat steak." Wow, really? My doctor. And how'd your, how'd your son turn out? Awesome. And I never went back to being never a vegetarian. Back, <laughs> no, it's tough to go back. <laughs> it's really hard. To go All right, back. it is well, tough Katie, to go back. Katie, you write a lot about sex, especially if you're going to have a steakhouse. It's tough to go back. You, I write about sex going out. You write a lot about sex. <laughs> you write a lot about getting older, and that's why I'm going to merge those two thoughts. <laughs> okay. In our next ad, see what's possible when healthcare gets personal. Village Care Max. Now you're not ready for. What are you, 45? 40? I am 48. 48, okay. So <laughs> when you turn about 65, you're going to be like, ooh, do I want to stay in my home or do I want my kids to put me in an old age home? No, you want to stay in your home right. because when you stay in your home, you get Village Care Max. They send a team of professionals to work with your doctor, keeping you in your community, in your home, and as I've said on many occasions, having sex in your home <laughs> for as long. That's not part of the ad, by the way, <laughs> but it's true that Village Care Max gets you the options you need to stay in your community. So you get more information, just call 800-469-6292 or visit villagecaremax.org. Village Care Max, live the life in the house with the sex that's, you want. That's, that's great. great. And you know, we have, between my husband and I, we have eight parents, ev literally. Everyone's divorced and remarried. Nice. And we do not want, as much as we so love nice. them, eight parents living with us at some point. That's a, that's exactly so why that Village is, Care Max. Is I'm it. keeping that no, number. No, that's going to work for you. That's it. And and their and their and the and all your parents. Yeah, especially if we end up with like the divorced ones, are the only ones still left alive. Don't want to be living back together again. I see what you're saying. I don't see how this. That's is a sitcom work. though, Katie. Can is we right? can we write that right is now? That not. It's like no. it's like married with children's children's married. <laughs> we children. had this dream. My yeah. wife and I had this dream of writing a sitcom about her mother and my mother because they were complete opposites. And it was like the odd couple, and we were just going to call it Your Mother. <laughs> Your Mother! That's it. That was the idea. Hey, Mama. You got you something else to pay? You got a bill to pay? Uh, we, got, we got one more bill to pay. Now, do you know about Atlas in Greek mythology? The Greek god Atlas Gersh? Yeah, he held up the earth. He held up the earth. That's a lot. That's a lot to do. He held up the sky above the earth. I thought he held up the whole it's earth. It's not easy to Johnny, do. can we look that up? Uh, I think he held <laughs> up the whole earth. Did he really? Yeah, because then at one point, he tricks somebody and says, hey, can you hold the earth for a second? I got to go get something. And then that guy's holding the earth. And you know earth. what he had to go get? What? He had to go get some delicious choice cuts <laughs> from his own Atlas Meat Market. Atlas Meat Market has it all, and they're bringing it right to your door. What about my music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been going on so long. We, yeah. Come on, let's round this up. an extension. <laughs> no, the great thing about Atlas Meat Market is if you don't have time to get out to get those steaks right. to keep you from being, what was it, you had a blood problem? Anemia. Oh, anemia. anemia. Sickle cell anemia or whatever it might be. You go get those steaks, you just call them up, and they will deliver it right to your door. Atlas uh, Meat Market also delivers anywhere in the continental United States. Amazing. And that includes the islands surrounding the continental United States, like Brooklyn and Long Island, for instance. Mm. So Atlas Meat Market, they have it all. They have sticking. Sticking. You have sticking? <laughs> it's part steak, part chicken. Sticking. Have you yeah, had that? That's not a thing. I like it. That does not exist. But maybe Atlas Atlas Meat Market should have it. They have steak. Wait, did a cow have check sex with a chicken? <laughs> In the home care. We're wrapping them all together now, guys. Dr. Joseph Lichter Genius. loves sticking. <laughs> right, give the phone number. Steak. <laughs> You just fried an they've egg, chicken, too. They've got veal. <laughs> 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 and, 
I'm taking over. <laughs> and without the fact that it's too long, there's still pork. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm gonna have to take over this show. One's hacking. What Vince, what Vince is trying not to say is Atlas Meat Market is halal, <coughs> so they don't have pork. However, they do deliver, and of course, you'll want to go to Atlas Meats, whose phone number is not in this email. <laughs> Atlas Meat Market. <coughs> this was the worst, worst ads we've ever run. 387 <laughs> Avenue X. Wow, I'm sorry. You're really. <laughs> you can call him. Someone's phone is going <laughs> off. Three four seven nine one five two thousand. Three four seven nine one five two thousand. All right, we've paid some bills. Oh, Although if we actually, if we actually <laughs> you just get, lost all your sponsors. if we get paid for those ads, Katie, it'd be a miracle. All right, we've got plenty of time on the show. Now we're entirely focused on Katie. I want to read a little intro I wrote about you, Katie. Oh, shit. Katie Goodman. Uh -huh. You know her from her first album, I Didn't Fuck It Up, has a new album out, Halfway Closer to Dead. It dropped last month. This second album is smart, political, personal, and of course, sexy. We got songs like If You're Homophobic, You're Probably Gay. We got Boobs Look Funny When You're Having Sex, which we're going to talk about. And of course, Nazis Get All the Pussy. Fantastic. I should have named it Shticken. <laughs> Shticken. And do not eat Shticken in bed. Do not eat Shticken. Anyway. You, I, we were listening to this stuff before the show. We're going to play boobs. If you're listening, we're going to play boobs look funny when you're having sex a little later. But Vince and I were remarking upon a couple of things. First of all, yes. you write a lot about topics I'm very interested in. Sex and older men. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. Why is that? Why are you so obsessed with sex with 40 to 50 year old men? Well, I have one. You have one, yeah. I'm having sex with him. Uh, that's funny that you put them together. Mm. <laughs> oh, and, and the other song, uh, Give Me a Man Over 40. Yeah, 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 you, yeah this yeah, is okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> that song meant a lot to me. Are, oh, we we do our research here. We do yes. do our research. <laughs> As a man over 40, I was impressed that you saw all of my great traits. <laughs> so, tell the world. Well, that was the goal, to yeah. get your demographic buying my album. <laughs> well, nobody's talking about uh, sex, especially sex-positive stuff for women over 40. It's our... You know, it's the present company taboo. excluded, of course. Yes. So I am always talking yes. about that. If you know anything about our show, <laughs> and um, I, you know, I've been writing since I was thirty, so it didn't start that way. <laughs> but the albums are aging with me. You know, uh, what yeah. do you like about a man over forty? Oh, Let's tell the world because oh. they didn't hear the song. Oh, tell they the didn't world. hear the song. Um, well, you know, they're grown-ups. I mean, I think they're more self-confident and. Um, uh, purposeful, meaningful things that matter have changed from when one is in one's 20s and 30s. Um, it's and a little bit the same things in a way that, like my other song, Halfway Closer to Dead, about me. We are a little less competitive in stupid ways, a little less um, self-conscious. I mean, I'll speak for myself, obviously. There's a, a great deal more confidence, and I'm obviously <laughs> a lot sexier. <laughs> and I'm confident in my own sexuality so that I can sit next to Vince and say, Vince, you're a handsome man. Right. There you go. And it, and, and I also have no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's true. Um, no, I, I, I absolutely, the song reverberated with me, uh, and okay. I don't even want a man over 40. <laughs> uh, can we, do, you have, do we have that song queued up? 
Johnny, I want to play. No, you're not even expecting this. I just I got one quick okay. question because we we talked about this before uh, before we went on air. Now, are these original songs or are these song parodies? No, no, they, no. I only write original they're songs. They're all original, <coughs> except there was one opera one that. Oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did steal the opera. That's okay. We'll yeah. allow it. Yeah. Okay. But that's because it's only funny up. if you recognize the tune. We used to do a lot of parodies, but it's it's. I don't know. I'm a musician, so I prefer. You're a, what were you first, a musician or a comedian? I was an actor. In fact, I came up in theater. For 15 years, we had our own theater company. Did you ever hear um, Murder at the Food Co-op? No. I just, that's a little plug from my hit show from the summer. What was your oh, theater, is it? What was your theater you company? Th- uh, you would like um, Shit Park Slow Parents say then, probably, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got the co-op stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, obviously yeah. based on my earlier work. Yeah. Um, shit. No, it was five years ago. Yeah, well, I was at the Brooklyn Paper like <laughs> 10 years ago, so we, we started working on Murder at the Food Co-op the day I joined oh, I the co-op. i got to check that out. Okay. I've been a member of the Park Slope Food Co-op for over 20 years. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. yep. I, I am got, not. I got groceries older than, than I don't know what I mean. We got the okay. cute. So we, we got this up. song. I want to introduce this song because Vinny and I were listening to it. Boobs Look Funny When You're Having Sex by Katie Goodman. Play it there, Johnny. <laughs> at some point. It's this, okay, this is with my troop, Broad Comedy. You can't spend your life living in silence, pretending it's not there. You may not want to talk about it, but that doesn't mean that it's not there. And the fact is, and the fact is. But you got to admit, breasts have their upside, they're a lot of fun, and you know it's true, in the right position when they're working for you. Needless to say, you never feel as hot when your lover's grooving on what you got. Unclasping the bra, it's a stuff of legend, but it can end up more awkward than you'd imagine. You lie in your back and suddenly they're out of sight. You got one to your left and one to your right. It's hard to relax when you're laying like that. God damn it, it's like herding cats. I had to let Johnny play the song for the utter joke <laughs> because I just because you know as you know men have a hundred different synonyms for breasts boobs whatever yes. you got a couple in there and I like that what inspired that song Katie <laughs> I just I don't know just well to without imagine. objectifying myself uh, this is more of a conversation that I've had with my girlfriends who are large breasted unlike me but what's kind of funny about this song it's sort of sweet is that I've had so many people come up to me after shows or write to us and say. Um, that the guys in their lives were like, I love your boobs no matter what they're doing. What are you talking about? And they never knew women were insecure about this or like trying to make them look good during sex. 
sex. Really? You're actually worried about what they look like? Yeah, I think we, yeah, a lot no, of women once, are like... Once we're naked with you, see, we don't no. really give much... It's, so <laughs> I feel like we did... This is like PSA. We did a great oh, service oh, for so the world. Oh, so you didn't even know this? No, the women in my group, and I wrote this. With my husband wrote it too, but... Again, the husband didn't tell you? Uh, I think he doesn't he, tell you a yeah. lot of stuff. Because I've been listening to your work, and it's like, she says she's married, but it doesn't look like she communicates with her husband on any kind of intimate level at no, all. we write everything together. Yeah, but you're writing... All right, but anyway, well, he so has to get into my head, right? So he's like trying to write from our voice. My well, so voice. what do you? But what do you need to know about men? Because we'll tell you. Anything. <laughs> Vinny, <between laughs> no, I got it Nate. all. Oh, you got it all. No, what? He, what's interesting is he comes out with us, you know, for drinks after shows, and he's got his. He's texting himself notes from uh, our conversation, yeah, like yeah. all the time. Well, we got to talk about this. No, but anyway, I thought it was just very sweet that all these women were like, it was the first time I knew that he doesn't care at all, or yeah. he really appreciates. No, I, I mean, feel very he, like we've he's done just the happy, service. He's just happy that you're tossing him one. You know, know what I mean? It's like you have no idea. Yeah, so. You guys have been married 22 years? Yep. How often do you have sex? I am no, not why is, that see, on now, the air. Now that's the thing. Why is that the thing? Well, because I'm an actor, so I get to not really talk about my yeah, sex see, life. Yeah. Plus, I have a 14-year-old who might hear this. Oh, uh, that's true. But um, it's uh, it's often. It's and funny. I do know that a I lot of women my age are have either lost interest or and a lot of couples have lost interest. And that is it's a big concern of mine. So I, I do try to talk about it or, you know, um, I don't know how I'm helpful, but. <laughs> no, no, but Vince is married, so maybe you can help him out. I'm going to ask her about that boob thing. <laughs> you're going to ask your wife about that? I'm uh, going to ask her. Like no, but here's the thing. Are you concerned about, about this? Yeah. Because you shouldn't be. That's sweet. See? See? Oh, we're just spreading love everywhere. Yeah, no, Vince is a... Gr- Let me tell you something, Katie. He's a handsome man, but he's a great husband. Aww. And he, he doesn't just say that for the air. Yeah. He will literally say to his wife, honey, I think you're gorgeous. Cause, and he believes it. It's true. I do believe it. What, so the visual on this uh, yes, um, tell us more about is the that visual. we turn around at the top of the song and we're wearing these giant, each one of us has one giant fluffy boob. I was trying to find a picture in my phone. Yeah, Johnny, it. can you get Johnny, that picture up there? <laughs> Should I, put that up? I, will, I will send you a picture. But Katie, <laughs> I, I do want to go back to the series because you're a comedian. But, you know, do you worry about loss of intimacy in a marriage? Um, n- not for me. Yeah, that's, that's, no, that's I mean Soren and I work together all day, every day. In fact, I had to get an office outside the house <laughs> because we spend just, just a little too yeah, much time. Get away! On. She's, yeah. she's cheating yeah. on her office husband. Yeah, right. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Now it, it would be remiss if mm. I, I know you write a lot about sex and you write a lot about getting older, but there's a big topic, the elephant in the room. Other than Vince's handsome, you know, <laughs> sexuality. My handsomeness. Do you have a Trump song? Because I know you got Nazis I get do. all the pussy. It didn't make it onto this album because I just wrote it, but it is online and it's called I've Got a Bad Case of the Trump. I, I got a bad case of the Trump. That's so it's, like a, it's like a Dr. Seuss thing. It is. a. I was literally sick in bed. I had what you guys have a couple weeks ago and mm-hmm. Soren and I were behind on writing stuff and I'm lying in bed in my pajamas and I was like, let's just write a song here. So we wrote a song about being sick and how everyone we know has been sick since the inauguration and we believe it's related. Well, yeah, our resistance <laughs> is lowered. Like we're, right? we're fighting all yes, the time. Yes, exactly. Totally. So anyway, that's online. It's called A Bad Case of the Trump. Where, where would we find that online, Katie? Um, on uh, the YouTube channel called Broad Comedy. Broad Comedy. That's Broad where all comedy? my stuff is. Broad yeah. Comedy. Or if you go to YouTube and you just type in Katie Goodman. because Does that a play on words? <laughs> Why, yes. <Okay. laughs> Katie, I would also be remiss. You know, I'm a creative person. Yes. Uh, obviously, my work has been known. Anybody, listeners of the show know Murder at the Food Co-op, SUV the Musical, my column in the Daily News. I have never been able to kind of put it all together and make a living as a creative person. Do you make a living? How do you do it oh, if, if you do? totally, yeah. You, you make a living doing it. Oh, yeah, this is all I do. How do you, uh, yeah. how do you make a living? I also have a summer theater camp as well. That's a little Gersh, bit. Gersh, maybe you should go to that summer theater yeah. camp. Yeah. Um, but it helps me get Wait, out of New a, York. Vince, Vince, well, hold on a second. Vince, are you saying I'm something of an amateur? Am I here to amuse <laughs> you? I'm just saying maybe that's uh, maybe that'd be helpful. 
You saw Murder at the Food Cop, am I right? Yes, I did, of course. What would you think of it? I thought it was uh, very good. Okay, very good. I was going to go with excellent. I took it down to very good. Yeah, to okay. be believable. So, so you, but right. you make a living as a creative person. I do. That's amazing, yeah. and I'm so excited by that. Thank you. How do you I, do it? <laughs> uh, it's um, partially mentality and decision, and there was a while where we were broke, and it's partially just being, uh, as an entrepreneur, coming up with a lot of different projects because you just don't know what's going to hit. Um, so, you know, I've written a book and Soren and I have written a children's book called The Night Our Parents Went Out. Mm, so we have, oh, a, I like you, it. one would call it diversifying your portfolio. Yeah, you diversified your portfolio, but still all yeah. creative. And we do a lot of other things too. Like uh, one of the things that's tricky as a creative person is you see, you know, I have to go to stand-up clubs. I actually don't go to stand-up clubs almost at all. I do theaters because I have a piano and it's more cabaret. Mm. We do things like Planned Parenthood fundraisers. I get paid to come and do um, performances. I write, you know, so there's a lot of different things, but if you just look at one model and you don't quote unquote make it in that field, that model, using that model, then you're kind of fucked. You just, you're like, oh, then it didn't work. But that's not true. You just have to keep coming up with things that are your niche, creative ways, and that's part of the creative process is figuring how to do it. Does what? your husband work outside of what he does with you? No, nope. we all do all these do things together, yeah. Yeah, I, you did put your finger on what probably stymied me. Actually, I know it did. I was trying. By the way, these shows always come down to <laughs> how this relates to church. <laughs> no, but no, but creative people out there should know what you just said, which is basically okay. You're working on something. Maybe you're a playwright. Playwright, ooh, not making money in that. Try to diversify it out to now. Let me do a little improv, and maybe I can do a Planned Parenthood fundraiser right. with that. And I, you know what? I just literally in the last month decided I'm actually going to do a webinar on this because there's so many people I talk to when I do speeches, and they come up afterwards. I I do um a uh, workshop using the tools of improv comedy in everyday life. And that's what my book is about, called Improv for the Spirit. That's improv. another thing. She businessified Improvisation it. Wow. for the Spirit. So do, it's, do yeah, play, totally. Do you play yes and? Uh, we do, uh, yeah, yes and, yes and, yeah. A lot more than that, though. You should just yeah. said yes and. I, <laughs> right. I did said yes, I do. Just yeah, for the I'm listeners. No, I didn't and. I just yes you. I didn't. Okay, that's okay. Cool. Vince, but anyway. I'll accept that. <laughs> Vince, for the listeners, explain what yes and is. Because I don't think a lot of listeners know yes what Yes and is, a, is an improv game where you tell somebody something and your partner like, then has to say yes and let's and do let's do this for it. example so vince i just had sex with a duck yes and i have nowhere to go with that. really you know <laughs> you're supposed to be in other words yes, people's instinct, reported it in the paper in the this paper. morning people's yeah. instinct katie is good. if you tell them something <laughs> kind of disgusting or or stunning their instinct is ooh, don't don't tell me more and the improv instinct is supposed to be yes and yeah tell me more right and the, the, the problem with um, young improvisers, new improvisers, is they often just yes, like they'll just, or actually they'll say no, like you yeah. just said. But yeah. then the step from that is they'll just say yes, but they won't add anything. And that puts all the responsibility onto the other actor. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought of doing a, um, a webinar using some of all this, the tools that I teach of improv, but in uh, teaching people how to have a creative life where they can sustain themselves. Because I, I think you're right. It's People just don't know how to do it. And I've learned so much, and I don't even realize how much I've learned. So I've been putting that together. Well, so the, the problem is that. there is so much rejection in the creative community. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry to bring it, take it down a notch. Oh, but, like, you write a play, like Murder at the Food Co-op, and you got to stage it yourself at the Fringe Festival, and you <laughs> think, hey, this is great. We sold out six shows. Some off-Broadway producer is going to come down and and buy it from me. No, yeah. no, 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 that doesn't happen. So now no. I got to push. I got to I got to open my dinner theater. I right. got to I got to do my webinar. Right. 
Yeah, and I think and I'm so not many, doing those things. <laughs> I think the thing that I've learned in the last few years is having help, and I don't mean necessarily just like a publicist, but things like I've hired a couple of young actresses who actually want to learn how to be creative entrepreneurs, who are actually in my troupe, Broad Comedy, Jesus. and they're wonderful, and they and they're doing bookings with me, and they're searching out festivals, and they're just researching how these things. And we've found a manager and all this, but having a team as opposed to being a very lonely solo entrepreneur. They call them solopreneurs. It's actually a, a fucking word because it's so awful. <laughs> and having how, having a support team, just for me, especially I'm a theater person. I'm not actually really like a comic by birth, a humanity, you know. So comics are very solitary, lone wolf people, and I'm a you know. Let's all do the show together right here. So but you're like you're like Andy Warhol's factory. You got <laughs> actors. You got a co-writer. I mean, you're you got well. And I was just gonna say too, we're do, we're opening um, our first off-Broadway little run at the Soho Playhouse in April twenty. What broad comedy is doing that? Broad comedy is. Well, plug that. Give give I the full address. There. Okay, it's the Soho Playhouse. Uh, I don't know the address. Von Dam Street or something. It's on Von Dam. Yeah. It's actually a, a great place to go. There's a nice restaurant on the corner. So a lot cute. of fringe shows were there. Yes. It's on Van Damme, right at 6th Avenue, if, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. When is that going to be? That is April 20th, 21, 22. I am literally going to buy tickets to that. Aww. I'm not going to get comped. That's what we do. No, thank I'm not. You. All right, I, I'll, I'll buy you a drink after. Uh, there you go. Thank okay. you. I knew I'd get something. <laughs> you got to get something out of it. Yeah. So we'll but that's the cu- what I was going to say is, you know, even though they're amazing and they have a huge list and they're going to be doing promotion, like you still have to do stuff yourself and you can't ever just go, I'm just going to get a manager and then everything will be easy. You know, my friends who have managers are like, yeah, I'm still on social media all day long oh promoting my, my stuff. Oh yeah, my. it's it's frustrating, but if you just sort of accept it and work with it. I don't yeah. know. Ma- managers don't own your keep. No. You don't think? No. Wow, Vince. They they down on the management the structure. They're on Facebook more. I mean, look, it was the manager who got us those kolaches from Oban. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> and if he's listening, by the way, I told him to listen to the show. Uh, Kevin down in Oban, Payne. Love the kolaches. Thanks for the service. He gave us a big jug of coffee. Even Katie's oh, been enjoying it. working them. on that. Yeah. All right. Katie, you mentioned you did the, the Trump song, but what's that Trump song about? You said, yeah, I got a oh. case of the Trumps. What's it about? I think it's, I mostly said it. Yeah, it's just about being. Uh, we were just sick. <laughs> and oh, we're oh like, that's what the song is yeah, about. Yeah, that oh, is I what it's that. about. And, and are it's you a fan of the president? No. Well, hold on. You don't, don't immediately <laughs> jump. I don't have to assume. You, you, you suggested <laughs> I have to assume because you live in Park Slope. You hate the president. No. Look, there I'm may a, be. Some. No, it's not Park Slope. It's I'm a feminist. Okay. I'm. You know. I don't know yeah, that. Yeah, Keep yeah, going. Yeah, Keep yeah. liberal. Super, super liberal. We've, I'm doing Planned Parenthood fundraisers. Right there, that's so enough the, information. What's the worst thing the president has done from your comic, musical, <laughs> theatrical experience? And that could be the best thing he's done. Uh, Interesting. Oh my god, I'm to- this, is, this is one of the problems with improv when you get like nine ideas, you don't know which one to pick. Mm. That's what's happening to me right now. No, my so grab one many. by the pussy. My right, I just grabbed <laughs> by the. <laughs> By the clutch key. No, by the, what was the word we just said a minute ago? The key pop? Sticky. Or sticking. Grab one by the sticking. No, come on. What's really got your goat from the president? Um, Environmental the envi- stuff. I was just going to say the the pulling out of um, the um, Paris Accord He's stuff. about to do about that. To He's do also that. cut regulations. He's got an <laughs> EPA secretary who hates the EPA. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, all of his um, appointments are just Absolutely terrible. In fact, the weirdest thing is the Betsy, uh, you know, is it Devos, 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 um, uh, is so awful. And then she's pro-transgender bathroom. I'm just like, and plus all of it's just so confusing. Like, it's a little hard to keep up on. There's so much unexpected stuff. There's so much expected no, stuff. It's, it's very course, easy to keep too. up. Russia, but something like I, that Russia. with her. I heard they, yeah, 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 I heard yeah, they yeah. brought back a conscription in Sweden because they're afraid that they're going to be attacked by Russia. Is that actually true or is that fake I, news? I heard that this morning. You mean a draft? The Swedish draft? The Swedish draft. Wow. 
That's going to that's gonna change back. the porn industry. For, I'll tell you that much. That's just going to change <laughs> porn forever. Interesting. <laughs> that, see, I went there. I went there because Katie likes that. Right. Oh, you come were, on. I'm not only no, no, no. I meant you me- No, yes. you meant my yes. off-topic okay. thoughts. My, yes. my twisted, yeah, yeah, weird, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yes, and. Yes, yeah, and. Yeah. How okay. long have you lived in Brooklyn? Uh, five years. Just just five years. The Before best five years of your life. Best five years. Well, well. Yes. Yes, yeah, the see? best five years. Actually, the most interesting five Where years. Where were you before that? Why is that? This is weird. We were in um, Philly for eight years and L.A. for a few and Montana. Mm, big sky. That's the, big sky that's the Why in Montana? red herring. We owned a theater camp and we owned a theater and we would tour. This is another weird uh, creative entrepreneur thing. So we moved to Montana because I'm a total type A and like if I had lived in New York for 30 years, I'd be a addict of some kind. So we lived somewhere that was very grounding and wonderful and we took our show and would tour for months to other cities. This is of course before we had a child and then we had a child and we dragged him around and then after about five years of that he became a little weird and didn't have any long-term friends. We were like, okay, this is stupid. So mm. then we moved here. So and, and wrote such songs as Boobs Look Funny. Yes, when and he has not seen that one. He, he We let him watch all of our political stuff. Like we have a song called Probably Gay. The oh, yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have a song called It's All Gonna Be Okay, which is about um, the environment being a total disaster. And he loves that stuff. He loves the feminist stuff, actually. We have this one new song that Soren actually wrote all the words to, and I wrote all the music, which is unusual. We usually write both, but right after the election. And it was called, it's called a Move Some Shit Around. Mm-hmm. And Soren wrote it on the airplane out to meet us where we were writing an entirely new show. We do this every November, stupidly, 10 days after the election. And like, you know, and we had to rewrite this fucking show. Yeah. Oh, well, you, wrote, you wrote it thinking uh, Hillary was going to win. Right. We had a balloon yeah. drop purchased. Wow. So we still did it in a funny way. but And so he wrote this song about, you know, the movie Aliens? I've heard of it. The first one or second one? The first one. No, Alien is the first one. Alien's the first one. Wait, sorry, sorry. It's the second one. And they're like, sorry, it's the second one. She's on a military base. And she's like, what can I do to help? And they're like, I don't know. What can you do? And she says, I can move that big loader thing, which is the big giant mechanized suit thing, right? So Mm -hmm. she gets in it. She does it. And she's like a total badass. And they laugh because they're impressed. And Soren and I have always loved that moment. It's like this incredible feminist moment from the 80s, 90s. And so we can't wait to show our little feminist you know, teenage son this. And he gets to that moment and he's like, guys, I don't understand why the guys laughed. Because it never occurred to him that she wouldn't be able to do it. Right, right, right. right. So Soren writes this beautiful song about how how that's our hope. <laughs> that's where all our hopefulness is. So after the election, so we put it in this incredibly funny show. We put this like totally sad tearjerker song in it. I'm, it's one of the things I'm most proud of, even though it's not funny at all. <laughs> wow. Well, are you moving towards serious, Katie? No, I don't, right? Is that what's happened because yeah. this fucking election? Like no. Pagliacci, the I, tragic clown. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Vince with the Pagliacci Ooh, reference. With the, out there. Nice. Wow. Everybody wants to do that. All right. Katie, major. Katie, can you stick around for one yes. minute? we got to pay some bills, and we've got to do this in a way, Vince, that, uh, in the utmost seriousness and fast, utmost okay? professional. So I'm going to go first. Go. So, Katie, I asked you before, when was the last time you saw a quality dentist who was truly affordable? Don't answer, because I know your answer is, it's been too long to remember, because you don't (laughs) go to Dr. Joseph Lichter. I go to Lichter. State-of-the-art dentistry, top quality staff, beautiful office in Midwood, and prices so low, he's practically giving your new smile away. Let me tell you some of these prices. Crazy. Zoom bleaching, $3.95. Crazy Lichter. Tooth implants, $12.50. Invisalign, the adult braces behind the teeth. Thirty-nine ninety-five. You don't even know this about Lichter. He's also the dentist for the New York Riveters hockey team. That's the women's hockey team. You know they need a oh dentist God, because right? it's hockey. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> so call Lichter today. 
339-7878. Your smile is his priority. Joseph Lichter, 1420 Avenue P in Brooklyn. There I love go. that the guys' hockey team's like, yeah, whatever. It yeah, we don't, cool. to. we don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at Atlas Steakhouse, you always dine a cut above the rest. First, you select your premium cut. It's aged on site for optimal texture and taste. You can enjoy a, delici- a delicious vintage wine, uh, expertly mixed cocktails, signature appetizers, while Atlas Steakhouse crafts your choice cut into a custom culinary masterpiece. Complete your dining experience with an exquisite signature dessert, each, of course, sweeter than the last. You hear that, Katie? Each each dessert is sweeter than the last. And we always wonder... So you're having three desserts? No, you, there's 11 desserts. You can choose. Oh. <coughs> and they're lined up. <laughs> And this, <laughs> at this end, it's sweet. And at this end, it's like really, really sweet. Crazy sweet. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Other way. Let yeah. the record show yeah. Vince is going from left to right. Yes. Yeah. That's how they do it at, at Atlas Steakhouse. Sweeter than the last. And Atlas Steakhouse, you always dine a cut above the rest. Atlas Steakhouse, our good friends at 943 Coney Island Avenue. You can find them online, make reservations, do all that stuff at atlassteak.com. Uh Johnny, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the Village Caramax ad, but I'm also gonna ask you: Is there? Do you have another song uh, queued up? Perhaps one of Katie's songs we could play out with. Just just get that ready if you can. Thought I'd remind him on air. Anyway, you know, Katie, we talk a lot about getting older. We talk a lot about <laughs> having sex when we're older, and we talk a lot about where we're going to have that sex when we're older. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm gonna call Village Caramax. They're a Medicaid managed long term plan. Medicaid meaning you don't pay for it. It's not extra. They get a team of professionals, they work with your doctor, they work with your housing people so that you end up staying in your home and in your community, which the experts say is the way to achieve the best results for our entire society. So Village Care Max, all you gotta do is call them, 800-469-6292 or village, sorry, visit the villagecaremax.org at villagecaremax.org. And you know their slogan, live the life in the house with the sex you want to live. There you go. An Atlas meat market has all the uh, meats on the market. <laughs> they do. Except, except pork. <laughs> except for pork. You can have your steak. You can have your chicken. You can have your veal. You can have the new improved shticken. No, they do have <laughs> shticken. Maybe not. You really, you're risking it. Because you knew the last time you said shticken, the whole show broke down for five minutes as you had g- g- paroxysms of laughter. No, this is why we're professionals. <laughs> okay, good. We Tell can, us more about chicken. <laughs> we can get past it. And they carry all halal meat. They will deliver anywhere in Brooklyn. If you don't have time to get down to the shop, just give them a call, and they will deliver your order right to your front door. They also do packages, much like they do with that, like that Omaha Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Can they call on Thursday to get Shabbos chicken? Sure, delivered yeah. Yeah, by the Shtikin Goy. They can call on Friday. I think that you can do that, but I, you can't I don't, pay I don't them. know you if you can. You have to pay ahead. You have to pay ahead of time, and I'm not sure if you can accept delivery. They can't ring the door. What back. if they could just leave it on the door and run away like a, a bag of poop? Yeah, I, or I, whatever. No, I, they I, could they, probably they, make some noise. I th- no, I think they can ring the doorbell. I think they can uh, ring the doorbell. Oh, they can ring no, the, the doorbell. No, but can you open and respond to the door? Just leave your door open. Shtikin, Shabbos Shtikin will arrive, and you just check every now and then. I, th- you I, call think you yeah, I think you can do that. As long as, long as you're not working. I'm like trying to no, no, let's hack just, we the should system. Call, we should call Ed Weintraub again. I know. He apparently knows everything about this Jews. Is, you know, there's got to be like something like Jew hack or hack, <laughs> Shabbos hack. There's a song for there, you right there. <laughs> I think I I'm was a Shabbos goy. <laughs> so they do the Omaha Steakhouse thing. They will deliver it anywhere in the continent of the United States. And they can do that on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. And they will feed families from one one. That's not a family. That's, that's I not know. Fa- I'm sorry. Katie, I'm not di- dogmatic. I think technically, that's technically, that's just not a family. It's not a family. I, yeah, it's I a guy. It's a, I'm a guy. I could be my own family. Yeah. I got a lot of voices in my head, Gersh. Yeah, oh, true. This next yeah. generation is going to have a 
issue with that political yeah. issue. They're going to be like, that is a family. That's a family. That's a chosen single family. You know what, though? Even if it's not a family, they'll feed one to 100. <laughs> <laughs> so there you, you want to give the phone number for them? Yeah, it's our good friends, Atlas Meat Market, 387 Avenue X in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. You can call them at 347-915-2000. They're open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and operators are standing by. All right, so if you're just joining us, of course, we're with Katie Goodman, whose album Halfway Closer to Dead is just out on iTunes. You can get it anywhere. It's I'm going to give a free one away. You want me oh, to Oh, yeah, that? let's do the free okay. one. Okay, yeah. all right, so here's the silly thing to do. Grab your phone uh -oh. and text the number 444-999. That's three fours and three nines. 444-999. And text the word Kegel. Oh, you're going to text? The number you're texting is 444-999, and the word is Kegel. Kegel. As in those those muscles inside, I guess, a man and a woman's yes. crotch that that's stimulates. Oh, no, I was going to say that in, enhances oh. your sexual it uh, might, pleasure. It does that, too, but it also <laughs> If we're going back to the old thing and post-childbirth, it keeps you from peeing. So the first person who texts Kegel. And wait, we got to spell it because. I, I don't really care how it's spelled. K-E-G-E-L, or it won't get to me and you won't get your free CD. No, you will. Kegel. You'll just get a misspelled Kegel. Well, it'll try to autocorrect, actually, interestingly, to whatever, you know, Let's how your phone it, knows you. What is it autocorrect Yeah, yeah, to? I don't know. See it on yours. Mine's. Um, Kegel, K-E-G-E-L, connects, changes to keys, as in Alan Keyes, uh, who okay. was a presidential candidate 15 that's or something years ago. because it knows mm. your intellectual background. I guess background. that's what it is. That's anyway, so you're, so 444-999, first person to text Kegel to 444-999 gets a copy of your new album. Sure. Yep. And operators are standing by. All right. Well, we can, <laughs> we can keep talking, though. As and they'll send you back a thing, and then you have to send back your email. I just Ed, don't want will you to just be, text yeah. it, Ed? Yeah. Please, Ed. we Ed. know you're listening. <laughs> All right. Listen, guys. Uh, as I was going to say, Katie, you yeah. are a legend. No question about it. A Brooklyn comedian <laughs> who knows what she's talking about. Uh, you gave away the album, but... Uh, give us plug again. Where, where to you find me? Yeah, where are you going to okay. give us the whole thing? So the easiest, every single thing is at katiegoodman.com, which is k-a-t-i-e goodman.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. There's uh, you can get the CD there. You can click around. You can invite us to perform for your women's health fundraiser from there. You can see some of our videos, or you can go to YouTube and type in wow. Katie Goodman. They'll in, come up there. In this case, a Goodman is easy to find. Yes, because exactly. you're just typing wow. Katie Goodman. Oh, that was good. I, that's I, pretty good. Thank you. You can use that. Before. Yeah, that you was, can. That's my next album. There title. you go. After Shticken. Shticken. All right. <laughs> and so Twitter's Katie Goodman, Facebook Katie Goodman comedian. Blah blah blah. We should follow Katie Goodman yeah, just to get of her. We should. Yeah, absolutely, because we like we to. We consider you now part of the Brooklyn Paper Radio family. Thank you. Yeah. Do you know I'm actually from a uh, newspaper family? I was just walking through here, and all, it was the first time I've been in a newsroom since I was like a teenager, and there's computers instead of typewriters. For the record, <laughs> Katie's mom is Ellen Goodman, who had yeah. a syndicated column. And one of the reasons I got into the business was her. she had a nice tone, your mom, very Aww. nice tone in her mm -hmm. column. Uh, and I always, liked, I always liked her column, and I was very happy to hear that you have a newspaper past. Yeah. Right, is is the newspaper industry dead? Go. Mm -hmm. All right, let's changed. We're, we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> Katie, did you? See, we always have a segment. I don't know if jo Johnny can uh, bring up the in the papers music, but we have a little segment we like to call in the papers. <laughs> He's just shaking his head. He's like, "Yeah, these guys bird dog me every fucking time." Here it yeah. is. What are we talking about? Here? I'll tell you. All right, that's Jimmy and the Revolvers. Thanks for that little tune. Katie, I brought this up because I don't know if you're if you know Patrick Stewart, the actor. Oh my gosh! Yes. Do you know that we did a Kickstarter joke for him when he moved to Park Slope? 
Uh, well, I'm glad you knew that he moved to Park Slope. Tell us the Kickstarter joke. We uh, we said we want you to feel welcome to the community, so we've done a Kickstarter to buy you a stroller. A str- very nice. He has no kids. <laughs> he is married. And as you know, he's the yeah. captain on the Enterprise. Yep, yep. Star Trek captain. Vince Jean-Luc Picard. Vince Vince started a series because he's a very active on Twitter. Tweeter. Yes, he's very funny. So Vince started a series called Captain's Log. Captain's ah. Log. Every oh, time so he tweeted, they would do a story on it. Anytime he tweeted about Brooklyn. Yeah, that about Let's Brooklyn. be clear. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do every tweet. My, well, we favorite, yeah. my favorite Patrick Stewart tweet was the time he tweeted when he and his wife were stoned out of their <laughs> board. Oh, I don't know what they were that on. That was crazy. Anyway, so Patrick Stewart the other day was on The View. I'm sure you're familiar with The View. It's a TV show. Yep. Yeah, they blackballed you, I know. <laughs> Did, were you ever on The View? Were you no, ever I haven't been on The View yet. You should be on The View. Hmm. Yeah. They'll love you. From anyway, your mouth to God's ear, as my pa- grandmother would say. Patrick Stewart was on The View, and he said he's applying for his American citizenship, because, you know, he's a British subject, mm-hmm. subject to the Queen and Crown. And he's a sir. But he is so, he is a sir. He is so offended by the Trump administration. Mm, he decided not to. No, he decided oh. to become a citizen. Oh, to vote him out. I don't know about the, the voting part, but he wants. To, he feels like if he's going to protest yeah. and he's going to be appalled, he should at least be an American good citizen. Good for him. So good for him. But now, what do you you say? Good for him. What do you think of that? I mean, you know Patrick Stewart from the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually know Sonny. His wife's a oh, musician. She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, she's a sweetheart. They're fans of ours too, which was shocking and lovely. Yeah, he came um, to see Murder at the Food Co-op. Oh, cute. Um, what do I think? Yeah, I just think he, he did he not. Didn't, he didn't. <laughs> but I didn't like the way you were throwing that around. You're like, oh, Patrick Stewart's a fan. Well, you know he's a fan of mine, too, Katie. He's a fan of mine. And he's not. That's the thing that bothers me. He's not a fan of no, mine. The great thing about it is really he's a columnist for me. Sir Pat. super <laughs> smart political people. I really adore them. Um, if, if you can hear the sound of my voice, Sir Pat, I'm a fan of yours, So, and I follow you. Do the math. Well, it was funny because we actually gave, obviously, not a stroller to him because we did make several thousand dollars. And wow. he tweeted something like, you know, I don't need a fucking stroller, but charity's nice. So, And we sent it to a charity for moms who couldn't afford strollers. I love <laughs> how, <I love laughs> how randy he is. All right, we got to get yeah. out. We only have okay. a couple of minutes. Right here. Katie. Yeah. Plug that show one more time. Uh, the Soho Playhouse. Super cute. It's going to be broad comedy. It's not my solo show. It's broad comedy, which is sketches, musical numbers, the boobs thing. Um, so it's definitely political. Liberal, fun, entertain, uh, energizing and entertaining for those of you who have just had it. And a lot of sex-positive stuff. I wouldn't bring, like, your conservative mother-in-law. Oh, come on. Probably Let your mother-in-law know what the world is like in New York. Yeah, what about maybe? my 10-year-old? Can just bring don't my 10-year-old? sit in the front row if she's coming. I hate Why? that. Why? Are you going to do, like, a Gallagher thing? No, they fold their hands and sit there, like, arms and sit there kind of looking pissed off. So that's always sad. Uh, doesn't happen so much anymore now that people know who we are. You know, but anyway, sex, yeah, it's Sex April. is neither liberal nor conservative. I think <laughs> when you sing boobs still, boobs look funny when you're having sex. No, I no, think no. a conservative and a liberal can laugh at okay, that. Okay, but what what we're trying to push as feminists, whether it's liberal or conservative, is that women like sex. That's okay. We're in charge of our bodies. Booty, blue, 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 blue. No, I think it's okay. That, I yeah. think that's okay. So, uh, Soho Playhouse, April 20, 21, 22. You can go to katiegoodman.com. It's actually the same place as broadcomedy.com. So, whichever you remember, go to tickets, and it's right there. All right, there we got to get out. We, we were do. joined today on Brooklyn Paper Radio with by Katie Goodman who, as I said, halfway closer to dead, the new LP dropped earlier this month. Vince DiMaselli, editor-in-chief of the Brooklyn Papers, struggling right now, struggling. He's got some jobs he's got to fill, and maybe, maybe, who knows Who knows who's going to fill those jobs? Who Gersh? knows what's going to happen? Who knows? But I know I did a guest editing stint. I don't know if you were on the website yesterday. Gersh Kunstman did a guest <laughs> editing stint at the Brooklyn Paper where he is 
Editor Emeritus, Katie. Huh. Of course, I'm at the Daily News now working on a special project that I cannot talk about. It is private. For for Atlas Steakhouse, for Atlas Meat Market, <coughs> for Dr. Joseph Lichter, and of course for Village Caramax. I'm Gersh Kunstman with Vince DiMasselli, Katie Goodman, Johnny, play us out. Play yeah, we'll, us out. Maybe we'll with a little boost. We'll see you next Tuesday with Polk Award winner Alec McGillis. May- Polk Award winner. Maybe you'll play a little play a little boobs still boobs look funny when you're All right. Katie Goodman. <laughs> Thanks, guys. But you got to admit, breasts have their upside, they're a lot of fun, and you know it's true, in the right position when they're working for you. Needless to say, you never feel as hot when your lover's grooving on what you got. Unclasping the bra, it's the stuff of legend, but it can end up more awkward than you'd imagine. You lie in your back and suddenly they're out of sight. You got one to your left and one to your right. It's hard to relax when you're laying like that. God Do the most for your breath. Let your hands play.